And we're here. Hello, it's us. Yes, it's the That's three of right. us. I don't it even fuck around. The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli, and of course our uh, sidekick, Dennis's Diet Coke. It's Vanilla Zero, which. It's the same thing. I'm not even going to pretend that that's uh, somehow a breach in trust between no, us and our totally listeners. No, it's totally fine. I'm it's enjoying, in the family. I'm enjoying the very end of a banana Slurpee. Nice. I don't do the Slurpees um, because, you know, they're high calorie, blah, blah, blah. Sure. When I see banana you go or bananas. pina colada, I'm powerless. Are they can, rare? Do they only do they it once you, in a year? No. Wow. Basically, they always have one or the other. Shit. <laughs> so pretty All much, right. I can't go to 7-Eleven. And I'm also having a giant glass of uh, citrus-flavored vodka. And you on the rocks. You had to have the rocks. Oh, yeah, just rocks. Um, So uh, it's a I Thursday know you night. Us. I know. We've been, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a, a lot's been happening. I feel like I haven't seen you in days. Because you haven't. I haven't. Scheduling now that we both have career gals. Oh, shit. We have to discuss. Did you? Speaking of career gals, did you watch Mad Men this week? I did. Damn, it was good. It was really good. It was one of the best ones in a long time. It they, felt like a movie. It really did feel like a movie. And I have to say that they have created this character in Peggy that is, I think, the most complicated female character on television. Fascinating. Because she's, on the surface, she's a goody-goody and she's prissy, but she has this sexuality to her. And she has all of these unfulfilled desires and possibilities that you can see, and yet she doesn't telegraph anything. Like, yeah. it is the richest character. And her acting is so good. And yet she's not, like, a bummer. Like, oh, she's so complicated. Every time you see her, it's like, oh, it's that girl that makes me... Like, no. it's that show is such a joy to watch. And those two together, her and Don together, yeah, are powerhouse. Yeah, it's interesting. And he, his whole stuff this week. I like seeing him laugh about Sterling not having balls. Yeah. Like, it's funny, like, you know, like, I thought him being drunk a couple of weeks ago was a problem because it was right after he had done the Emmys, and he was so funny in the opening number to the Emmys. Oh, right, right. That it was like, oh, now him being drunk, it feels like we're playing it for laughs when it wasn't supposed to be funny. Right. Um, but, yeah, this week's episode was good. Now, was so there an good. eating disorder thing with the daughter? Because I missed that episode. No. I don't, not really, not. Uh, was she masturbating? What was the little? No, she was the, masturbating. Okay, so she she's was how old? Like 12. And so what happened? She was over at a friend's house watching TV and the friend had gone to sleep and there was something, it was like Wild Wild West or The Man from Uncle. It was something with okay. a dashing man on it and she was watching it and you just saw her hand kind of go down and then the mom walked in and busted her. Huh. And then Peggy smacked her across the face, I think. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, January Jones is the guest next week on Project Runway. Oh, that's fascinating. And this week's episode was not so good. But yeah, and of course it was shot before then, so she won't get to talk about it. But she's the judge next week. And the challenge. How how do you know this? Because in the preview tonight, next week's preview was better than tonight's whole episode. Yeah. um, They say. Next week's challenge is they have to make a dress for Jacqueline Onassis. They go to right. the Jackie O like museum and look at all these dresses, and then they have to design something. Holy smokes. And Tim Gunn is literally going to say to one of the designers, Jackie O should not have a camel toe. So I'm I'm so fucking tuning in for That's, that. There's your clip. Yes. That's it. Yeah. I'm concerned. Um, and so that's hilarious. And then January Jones is the guest judge. That's exciting. She hasn't had a lot to do this season, but yeah. it's okay. She's she killed it. She's last overrated. Season. So that's fine. And it's all about Peggy this season. So and then it needs to be a Jones season. Anyway, I love that show. Um so I saw something good. I saw Date Night on DVD. Yes. I frigging loved it. They're funny together. Uh, if it reminded me of one of those Goldie Hawn caper like movies old, from the 70s. Like, yeah, it was dumb. But blah, it was blah, blah, fun blah. as hell, and everyone yeah. in it... You Marky know what? Mark was really funny. I don't remember the last time I saw a movie where I thought... I feel like everyone in that on that fucking set is having the best time of their life. Yeah. And there's something infectious about that. It's yeah. like what all those Ocean Eleven movies should have been. Right. How those people with the junkets were like, oh, we were just pulling pranks on each other. Yeah. It was so much fun. But then you watch the movie and it's kind of trying. Yeah, and they didn't bring you along on the fun. Yeah. Especially Date Night, the, I really, second one. I had heard such mediocre things about it and I 
just laughed many, many times. They're charming together. Yes, they're so. really funny. Like the caper stuff. Like I remember on the roof, the showdown. I'm like, who cares? But they're fun together. But I they thought. make funny faces, and yeah. I just love her being food obsessed. And I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. No, she's great. They're fun. Uh, speaking of movies, I didn't talk about this last week. I went to the 20th anniversary screening, I guess it was, of Thelma and Louise uh-huh. at the Arrow. That's Damn, right. that movie's good. Yeah? I haven't seen it since it came out. More, probably more poignant than you remembered it. Just Would be my great. guess, right? Yes, and like, kind of mythic. Like, it starts out kind of realistic, and then by the end, they're sort of, they happen to run into that same pervy trucker, and they have a showdown with him. Like, it, it sort of... Things are sort of coincidental, but also... And Brad Pitt, did he just fucking rock your whole world? He's really good in it and really hot in it. And Gina Davis is amazing. And those vistas and the screenwriter was there talking afterwards. And there was that awful moment in the Q&A where the guy's like, so what have you done since? And she basically was like, well, I had a few other movies. Like, it was, you know... Were uh, were the movies made? Yeah, like she did something to talk about and the secrets of the Yaya sisterhood. You know what? Neither of those are... Not horrible. I mean, it's not like yeah. no. You know, he should have known them. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, but it was it was just embarrassing that she had to like, yeah. But um, that that was a great movie on the big screen with the uh, vistas and such. Now we also didn't talk about your car, the one that I totaled. The one that you totaled. There was so much Joan Rivers scoop to discuss that we yeah. forgot. The that you're like living on borrowed time. Holy shit! I was uh, we had a week off from the dish, and uh, I was gonna go and get a facial at this new place. I had uh, one of those internet deal coupon things, and as it turns out, when I made the appointment, it, the woman does them in her house, like she's converted the garage into like her little studio facial studio or something. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. So I'm supposed to go and get this facial at this broad's house. And and she you knew she was a broad more than a dame or for sure okay. for sure I think her name was Maggie than a, ch- than a chick that's a broad's um, name and uh, anyway and so I'm I was like 15 minutes early and I'm like well I can't go to this woman's house early it's not like it's a real facial place where they have a little lobby that you can just wait yeah so I was like oh I have some DVDs because I've recently been red you've been on it yes you've been on a and um and I think one of them was that Tyler Perry film so I really wanted to get rid of them yeah and so I was like oh I have the iPhone application that tells you where the nearest red box is to where you are where you are currently right and it said there was one on the street that I was on right and as I'm looking at the numbers the numbers are getting smaller and I need the numbers to get bigger or something so I realize I'm going the wrong direction so instead of making a u-turn which would have been illegal and possibly getting me a ticket um i decide to make three right hand turns so i make the first right hand turn and then immediately go to make a second turn down an alley and there was a hubbub happening in the alley there were some people behind the building in the alley that were having a fight involving fuck yous wow and i'm in honk, car honking and things and i said you know what i'm about to get a facial in a woman's house i don't want to be a part of this so i reversed my car the little white jetta and i backed it up but I wasn't upset. I'm in a good mood. I'm about to go get a facial. And then I go to make the next right-hand turn on this residential street, and it has a sign that says, not a through street. So I continue along, and the next residential street also, not a through street. Now I guess I'm starting to get annoyed, and I don't realize it, but I'm also picking up speed. Right. And that's crucial to the understanding of the story, the picking right. up the speed. That's the key so element. I get to, yeah, it is. And so I get to the third residential street, and I go to make the right-hand turn, and I realize that there is not a sign saying not a through street, so I'm going to continue. And as I've started to make the right-hand turn, I realize I'm going much too fast to safely make the right-hand turn, and I need to slow down. So I stomp on the brake, and in doing so, the uh, right edge of my right foot also pushes the gas pedal down and so what i essentially did was gunned it and i bow and luke duked directly into a curb i flew into the air and i landed my entire car in somebody's front lawn were you all four feet wheels off the ground at once well i don't know because all i remember is going oh my god i'm going into their house and there was a bang and then the next thing I remember is white and smoke and thinking, oh, I'm dead. 
And then the smoke clearing really quickly and me realizing the white was the airbag that was in front of my face. Right. And me going, I'm not dead, I'm alive. And then I touched my nose to see if it was broken and, and it wasn't. And then I started looking around. I was perfectly fine, not a scratch on me. And I get out of the car and my car is in their front lawn. The entire car. Another three feet, I would have been in the living room of this house, right through a bay glass window. Um, and I look and the front, the driver tire is flat. But there don't seem to be any dents. And I walk around in the front of the car. There's no dents. Nothing's wrong. I get around the front of the car to where I can see the back of the car. And there's just car parts. Just a trail of car parts back out to the street. <sighs> over the curb into the front lawn. And so basically I ripped the transmission out of it, I guess. And so my insurance company totaled the car out. Um, and so I bought a new Honda Fit. Which I think is adorable. It is I a like great it. car, and I love it. I love it the way it looks. And you know I love what it is? Color. It's zippy. Is it zippy? Oh my god! Does it got a lot of get up and go? It does, and it gets like thirty miles to the gallon, and it's good. And it helped my credit, which is the weirdest thing. In what way? Totaling your car because it it looks to the credit bureaus like I just paid my car off early. Oh, nice! And so I get a big bump in my credit rating, and That's good. And uh, everything happened. My insurance paid the car off like they were supposed to and it, the gap insurance is paying the difference between what That's it was good. worth and what I, I mean so everything seems to work did so did you have any aches and pains the next no. couple of days no wow i really thought i was gonna be hurting and no so were you spooked the, like were you like holy shit that happened it's weird because i'm a i'm a good driver i haven't been in an accident uh since like 1996 or something and that was right. when a woman an old lady hit me yeah and still it wasn't like neither car needed to be towed right. i mean it was we just drove away from it there was minor dents so i've never had an accident of any substance and thank god i was the only person involved yeah. and neighbors Did people came come and, running yeah, over Did you ever hear from nice. the people whose house you landed yes in? he called that happened on a thursday i was back to work monday and then on tuesday he called i left a note in the mailbox Saying. saying, I'm so sorry that I, my car was on your front lawn. I ripped up a piece of your grass. I'm very embarrassed. Um, I, I really can't offer much other than my apologies, but here's my number. If you'd like to get in touch with me, I'm so, so sorry. And so the guy, I guess, was out of town, and he was like, I don't want you to pay for anything. It's one small patch of grass. It's no big deal. But I would really love to hear the story. How was it that you wow. landed your entire car in my front lawn? And, he had a good sense of humor about it, and I told him the story, and it's embarrassing, and there it is. I love it. Yeah. Well, I think the car is cute, and I can't wait to ride in it if, and experience yeah. the zippiness. It is zippy. So, um, and, and I got, I picked the car, I mean, I bought the car right as my P-Town boyfriend was coming back for the weekend Matt. to see the he mismatch game. He emailed me on game. Facebook to say he's been enjoying screening party. Yeah, he's loving it a lot. Yeah. So he was, uh, he, so yeah, so he was the first person, when I picked him up at the airport, I said, we have to run an errand, I hope you don't mind. And he was like, what? And I go, we have to go pick up my brand new car. Because I was in the rental, oh. and I needed him to drive the rental so I could drive the car home from the dealership. Oh. And so we went to In-N-Out, because that was what he wanted to do first. That's what a hamburger's all about. And I got my sales guy a double-double and a milkshake and surprise, and we took it and you to pick up my car. Him? Yeah. Was he happy about that? He was very touched. That's cool. Yeah, did so. you shop around a lot, or did you kind of know what you wanted? or you didn't? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I knew I wanted to get a little small, you know... Small, small car that I could just park places. And right. I thought I wanted the Toyota Yaris. Right. Um, and the Toyota people, wouldn't. they were like, we can't talk to you until you're done getting your car paid off that's yeah. being totaled out. And then there's the Chevy Aveo yeah. um, and the Honda Fit. Those are the three that are the, basically yeah. the same. And I had a deal made for the Chevy. And I said, well, before, before I, I want to go look at the Honda and drive it. And then once I saw the Honda in person, I liked it so That's much more. cute. I love yeah, the color. So, it's like a, what, gunmetal gray? Yeah, like a dark silver. Anyway, so that's, that's that. It's good. Well, I'm glad it all worked Thank out. Thank you. So what's on your post-it? Well, um, you know, I spoke about the possibility of a tattoo in the last podcast. Yes, you did. Folks boy. are up in arms. Yes. Nobody's ever cared more about anything I've ever talked about ever. It, they're not supporting, are they? No, they're not supporting. So uh, the lesson learned is I might not get that stupid tattoo 
But if I do, I sure as hell ain't gonna tell if anyone until after. If you do get a tattoo, we're not gonna hear about it until <laughs> no, after it's on not, you. No, because I don't want to read. There was a couple. But just of emails. so you know, we'll still send just as many emails yeah, saying I, I hate that tattoo you but have. But I literally, but I like, I'll get an email and it'll say about the tattoo, and I literally just skip to the bottom of the paragraph. Why? Because I just want to. Like, it's just like I, I was thinking out loud. Dennis, that's what this is. This podcast. <laughs> I was thinking out loud, and I don't want to hear all. I don't want the idea that the, everyone's given more thought to it than I have. In other words, I. Hatch the plan too soon. I was crucified for that fucking picture of Ryan Gosling, and P.S. I still don't regret it. So all of you people that wrote in were wasting your time. I mean, it was fun to talk about, but you didn't change they my mind at all. Yeah. So um, no, but people are concerned. They think it's a dumb idea. Our dear friend Alonzo, who's going to be a sponsor to the podcast, uh, sent me a text. Read the tattoo. No. Yeah. <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> if I should have gotten one, I should have gotten it a long time ago. Yes. All right. And but not a not first of all, I love Norma saying that it will it, unless you go to a really good art tattoo artist, it could it's the dangerously there's a lot of possibility of it turning out looking like a swastika. Yes. <laughs> and that makes well, me laugh. No, I was thinking out loud. I'm not in love with any of those ideas. Um so nothing there you in go. a foreign language. No, you know what? <laughs> Guess who doesn't get a vote? Anyone. <laughs> Nobody gets a vote. You know what? Like the next email that I get, the subject line, your tattoo, ding, okay. right in the trash. Well, then here's I don't want to hear it. So then all the emails to Dennis need to be like um, uh, caked in. Funny story about a turd <laughs> so that he'll open it. And then I'm in. But no, people were very concerned, which I found touching and also like, ugh. Yeah. A little bit like... None of those fuckers sent a check when you couldn't pay your bills. <laughs> I know, but they all want to stop. Oh, everyone's weighing in on the tattoo. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Assholes. Speaking of sending a check, we got to figure out how to do that thing where people can make a donation for no good reason. Kind of. Oh, yeah, that, I think that's going to happen. I think you can... I'm going to try to... That's part of the great reboot is how to grow this podcast and make it... Um, Break even. <laughs> make it not be a, worth yet another money drain. A month. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, I just read the Sarah Palin article in Vanity Fair, mm -hmm. and it's written by this guy I know, Michael Joseph Gross. I don't know him super well, but he does a lot of stuff, lots of stuff for the Advocate and stuff. He's so good. That's good. And he went digging around in Wasilla, and his writing is always finds out interesting things, but he, there's always an emotional component to it. And um, I liked it. I hate that fucking Bristol Palin. So much, and she's only nineteen, and I really need to find a way to dial it back because she's awful. But God, I am so angry every time I see her on the fucking Dancing with the Stars promos. Yeah, and her talking about and my my uh, <laughs> my mom is so excited I'm doing this even though I can't dance. D then don't do it. Like I fucking hate you. Yeah, I hate her and eh, trip, and I have a babysitter for trip, and oh, I just all of it. Yeah. No, she's the new Kate Goslin in terms of like, ugh. Although she's gonna be terrible, and yeah. what I this is the only thing that I can hope for. I hope that she and her partner immediately start to hate one another, and that the judges are brutal to her. Yeah, and that she just wants to go home, and America keeps voting her through, and she literally and she is stuck, stuck in on it. there, and she's stuck in it all the way oh, to the fucking finals. That'd be amazing. And, it's, and then she loses to some gay guy or yeah, something. Yeah, like that vote for the worst kind of thing. Yeah. Like, And I know our country can't fucking rally on anything. But wouldn't <laughs> it be amazing be this. if we could all just be like, no, oh, the judges are mean to her, so now I'm going to be on her side. No, none of that. Yeah. I want the judges to be mean to her. Yeah. And I want her to cry and beg to go home. And I want an NBC, an ABC executive to come out on the live telecast and go, here's yeah. your contract. Right. You're not going anywhere, all right? So dry your eyes because it's time to cha-cha-cha. Yeah. yeah, and that's she's not going to wear that suggestive goddamn clothes. goddamn entertainment. I want Max. I hope she sits with Max and he fucks her. Oh, yes, she's with, against she's her with will. Mark Ballast, who you like so much. Yeah, I don't like him anymore. No, because he makes those goofy faces oh, that's and true. all that. And But she's got that same thing her mom has, which is like, I'm going to be in your face all the time, but then I get to play the victim. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to be always in front of a camera, but I'm never going to enunciate yeah. or have something to say. I'm just, everyone's <sighs> picking on me. Those elitists are picking on me, and they don't understand. Anyway, what a turd. Um, 
Rick Astley has a new song out, and I love it. I love that he's still alive. I know. It's called Lights Out, and I want everyone to get it, because I okay. want Rick Astley back. I do, too. It's not a Rick Roll it. joke or anything. It's a real yeah. song, and it's good. And I just, I love him so much, and there you go. i got nothing more to say. Now, you weren't into the Kylie. I'm liking the new Kylie. Um, I feel like this th- this whole album all sounds kind of the same. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that song. Okay. It just it goes on it for It just goes on for 45 minutes. minutes. Um, here is a, a podcast email that has to do with that. something that we wrote last time. I hope this is the right email for the podcast. Yes, it is. I really enjoyed the latest one. Joan River stories were great. The idea of an informal survey to see the oldest stuff on TV TV or DVR is brilliant, and I'm always fighting that battle. Both me and my partner want to delete each other's stuff and give each other crap about, are you ever going to watch that? The top five oldest stuff on my DVR. Two and a half seasons of Breaking Bad that I will watch since we started watching it. One and a half seasons of Drag Race. Got yelled at this morning about this one. I feel like I should watch this now, but it is getting old, so I better delete. Five random episodes of American Idol. Really should get rid of this since I have not watched the yeah. last three seasons. I mean, Jesus, Idol. <laughs> I know. Stevie Wonder honored at the White House. That's a classic one. No, you got to keep that. <laughs> you that at least want to zoom through it because you never yeah. know. Aretha Franklin might show up yeah. wearing some kind of a duvet <laughs> and a hat. There is one really good song I keep meaning to watch. Mm-hmm. That's My Temple Grandin. It's like uh, I know it's supposed to be Don't even fucking say those admitted. words to me, goddammit. <laughs> don't even say those words. And the last is a tie. A bunch of episodes of Torchwood and Doctor Who that I really intend to watch someday and runners up are 26 episodes of graham norton and three seasons of kathy griffin that i have never seen but after learning both (laughs) the only difference is they're not on my dvr but after learning what happened with all that i am really not in the mood to watch that show (laughs) we help where we can (laughs) i feel like a dvr hoarder you know what she doesn't give a shit either (laughs) she doesn't give a fuck if you ever watch it you are your partner I like his closing. I feel like a DVR hoarder. In fact, I also have a few episodes of Hoarders on the machine. That's some good <laughs> shit. Have you watched Hoarders, Dennis? It, it, I, I've watched a little bit of it, but it's weird. But you wouldn't watch it for comedy. See, you would be like, wow, that's really sad. And you want to understand the people. Maybe. And I don't know. I think it's the funniest fucking thing. You know why? Because I guarantee you we're the only country that has hoarders. It is a purely American phenomenon. I would think so, yeah. There are no French hoarders. No, they don't have that much shit. They don't have it in India. No. No, it's not happening. But fucking, and you know what? I don't even think there's any hoarders in the North. Yeah. I think that is a purely (laughs) Southern southern strategy. Hillbilly, yahoo phenomenon. Yeah. I just think that is those people, oh God. Yeah. Fucking hoarders. Literally in the preview for this week's episode of Hoarders, someone yeah. says, I can smell their house from a block away. Oh, shit. Like, not as a joke. Someone yeah. says that. Like, I that's they the... can. How fucking frightening is that? You know what would be funny? I is... hate our neighbors upstairs because I can hear their television. Yeah. Can you imagine if I could smell them? Yeah, from a block away. Um, if if I was still writing Misadventures in the 213, Dandy Rio would become a celebrity hoarder. Pretend to be a hoarder? Yeah, so we'd have to bring a bunch of shit over, yeah. and and that would be her confession to get attention. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here's an e- email from Tori in D.C., who we love, love from her. Sirius. She always listens. Okay. Guys, I have just listened to Press 1 to Save Forever, and I realize that I am the anti-you because the anti-dentist i am with tony on the inspirational sayings dream boards and all manner of positive thoughts life is a slog where the only thing that you can count on is that people will be assholes and that failure is just around the corner (laughs) i like life is a slog is the title of this goddamn slog i don't even know what that is but i agree yeah it just sounds like muddy yeah yeah as for inspirational sayings why put on a place you why put it on a place you can't see it again with the tattoos what do you expect someone to say to you when they say see it? Say in a romantic moment. First of all, you're assuming that there will be one of those, and you have life to, is a slog. And you have to that, explain. You, okay, if you get that as a tattoo, I will not. You'll, okay, you'll sign off so on it. I will so fucking defend you to anyone who has a problem <laughs> if you get life as a slog. And you have to explain what it is in Italian and why is it the Diet Coke font. Don't you think you might be a little embarrassed at that moment, especially when he asks why Italian? Why didn't you put it in English? I actually, I don't think I would be. But anyway, I might be. I'm not going to get that fucking thing. You guys, oh, shit. I love that we ruined I'm gonna what get a, little joy. I'm going to get a petition that has yeah. been passed around. 
And she's also the anti-Tony because I have seen and loved all the TV shows you say you have on the TiVo and have never watched or want to watch. This includes the Temple Grandin story, which I thought was quite good. The Uh-oh. Wire was great. Oz had too much sex in it, and I have watched every season of Project Runway. That being said, you are both very funny, and I'm elated at all your success. Oh, Thanks, Tori nice. and DC. Um, and um, I think we can share this. This is about the Emmys. Um, Hey guys, it's great to hear that you're both doing so well and finally starting to get the recognition and careers you deserve. Thank you. Tony, I loved your Joan Rivers stories, especially that first one. You really captured that moment so vividly, I felt like I was there. Oh, wow. I think that's the one where she pulled you inside, right? Or is that two times ago? Maybe. I'm writing because I work with those Ernst & Young accountants on the Emmys you mentioned in your last podcast. Love them. And I thought this was interesting. The bit was originally supposed to include their latest summer intern who also just had his dream shattered, Conan O'Brien. But Conan wouldn't do it. I think huh. it would have been hilarious. Yeah, they um, Conan really didn't give up as much. You know, he didn't participate nearly as much as you would have thought. Yeah. Um, but you know, the Emmys. Look, the Emmys were on NBC. He was there. Yeah. You don't want to burn a bridge too badly you know what i mean like yeah. i yeah i feel for the guy um and then just lots of somebody uh regular listener forward is lots of flesh jack offers apparently they have a sale every other second and i bought one you did it hasn't arrived yet <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't arrived yet but did you know Kiss what today goodbye do you know what holiday we just had labor day labor gay and the Flesjack people were having a labor gay sale. And I... Because it's a lot of work being gay. It's a fucking shitload of work. It is laborious. <laughs> laborious gay. And life is a laborious slog. slog. <laughs> and so I'm going to slog into a little rubber butt in a silver plastic case. That may have, I don't even know what kind it is. I was so torn. Like, do you, there's like, there's not I, only I is never there had to pick mine. the I different, just got there's me. like the different outsides. Like, do you yeah. want a mouth or do you want a vampire mouth or do you want a butthole or do you want like I, one that just looks like a doorknob with a keyhole in it? Like, I don't know who those people, you know what I'm talking about? It's I have just, not shopped around for them. I and was then, given mine then there's all gift. different kinds of like nubbins for the inside. Yeah. There's like swirly I I don't know if they're trying to say this is a mouth gullet inside and this is like the second sphincter and then this one which we now know exists which as a story I'm not going to tell I'm afraid but yes it is true I totally am like just the other night I was I had my finger on somebody and I was like oh my god of course there's two how have I never noticed this before? And then I thought, wow, I should really be more focused on the, the job at hand. <laughs> I really, I need to. <laughs> and I'm going to be embarrassed to explain a tattoo. That's well, the, the height of. Uh, so anyway, whatever. I have a you're flesh like, wow. jack coming. And when you look at what's going on inside there, it really looks like kaleidoscope like it's gonna be angry at my penis (laughs) so i don't know it may feel like putting slamming your dick in a car door um they may have to total it out (laughs) i have to total my cock out um you know what it looks it you know what it didn't look that bad but now that i look at it close i think we're gonna just have to get the blue book you know what now now that i got under there i can uh first of all there's a leak so (laughs) i don't even (laughs) <laughs> but the good news is your credit rating will uh, appreciate it. So, yeah, we're going to have to get up under there. Yeah. And uh, we might have to just total your whole cock out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so whatever. <laughs> I have a flesh jack coming. God damn it. I wasn't going to ta- tell that, but you <laughs> you twisted my arm. Oh, that's um, so funny. And well, I'm here. I can't wait to see what you think. Because I know another friend of mine who got one and didn't like it. But he bought a bullshit one that were they were selling at Gay Pride for not very much money. Like, it was like a... Okay. Remainder. It was like an Overstock.com. So it wasn't jack. the real Flesh Jack. It might brand. have been by that company, but it like was I a almost bullshit bought, tin can one. Well, they okay. That's what I almost I got. I think that's bullshit. They have one that's like a smaller version that's a tin can, yeah. and and that's a lot cheaper. And I was like, maybe I should just try that. No, put my bullshit. toe in the water. But no, you know me, whole hog, <laughs> as it were, which is the model that I bought. Actually, it's called the whole hog. <laughs> it's um, a hog hole. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but here's the thing. 
you're, this is going to embarrass you, but I need to know. Do you lay there and just bounce the flesh jack up and down? Or do you hold like hold the flesh jack down and then fuck the flesh jack? B. Okay. <laughs> because, no, I need to know. Well, I mean, that's my thing. I mean, some people may right. like A. Because there's a, videos. I like B. The, there's the videos that yeah. are oddly not hot. It's so not sexy no, they look to like, watch it's somebody. Weird. They look like they're doing some kind of test on themselves. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I can just imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then there's, they have the, on the website, they have these triplets, these three guys that are triplet brothers, yeah. identical triplets. Yeah. And you can like get their butthole or their mouth. And I don't know if they fuck one another. I don't even, that really really brings up an anxiety in me yeah if these are they real brothers that are have are they they just look a lot alike so they pretend to be brothers and then they fuck like who's getting turned on by the idea of brothers fucking i don't know because some people like the idea of twins too like there have been twins that have been i understand the idea of twins that will both have sex with you but they don't touch each other yeah like i can i guess that's like having two of the same person whatever it's completely yeah. objectifying but that whatever i mean i just bought a fucking flesh jack so who am i to yeah. judge bookends but spit roast the idea of just watching three identical i don't know brothers doing it that seems again that's a purely southern phenomenon yeah i'm not i'm, I'm neither here nor there on that i'm not like grossed oh, really? out by it i'm not excited by it all right i'm well, i can take or leave the brothers write us let us know what you think about yeah. brother fucking uh, at the, exactly. the comedy couch uh, at gmail.com and then really just put that in the subject line but then once Dennis opens it give, him, give him some shit about that tattoo <laughs> which doesn't exist yeah. which was nothing but a figment of my imagination well then I guess we've done our job now what was Scary Spice like she was on the dish and she had a bunch of people on the dish Mel B was on the dish um, she fell in love with me a little I, I love here's it. the Mel B scoop she uh, came in and I said, I just want you to know that uh, I, you know, enjoyed your show a lot. Um, Meaning dance your ass off. No, I hate that show. Um, um, Melby, it's a scary world. Oh, you've already seen the it one episode. It premiered this Sunday, okay. but I watched it two weeks ago because it's on the Style Network and we had to have her on to promote the show. Right. So you've seen so the first episode. I had seen the first two episodes and liked them very much. And she was like, oh, the, here's the thing. You can't fucking understand a word she says. <laughs> and the, I don't know what combination of accents she's got going on because it's like British, Jamaican, slang, rapper. Like, I don't even understand. Like, pretty soon it's going to be clicks and whistles. Like, you don't even know what is going to come out. And it's, and you're like, did you did you just call me governor? Like, no one even says that. Like, sometimes it's like so phony baloney. So I was openly making fun of the way she talks to her face. I kept making her repeat things. And I was like, do you know what I just heard? Scary. And she was like. I can't believe you're doing that right to my face. And I go, well, you sound like a crazy person. <laughs> and so how she long was is like, she hanging around before she does her bit? Oh, like an hour. Oh, so you kind of, we were really time. running late that day. And so I just fucking hung out with her. Um, I enjoy and her. she had two gays with her, like a hair gay and a makeup gay. And right. we all just laughed and we were, that's good. She was really funny. And um, so, but the first thing I said was, you know, it's really, really cute, and your kids are beautiful, and your husband seems like a really genuinely nice guy. Mm -hmm. And she goes, he's got a huge cock. Really? And I went, well, okay. <laughs> like, it was like, wow, yeah. that's the really, like, that I understood, by the way. Yeah. No accent <laughs> there. And then it was back to, oi, 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 oi. And so um, I was like, well, we've been playing the part of Scary Spice in the scene that we had written for she and Danielle to do, mm -hmm. we'd all been taking turns being her. And literally the week over the week, it had just become a contest to see who could do the worst <laughs> scary spice impersonation. And I ran away with it. Yeah. Like no, no contest. And so the rest of the day I kept saying, look, if you say it wrong, I'll just, I'll just go in and I can, I'll just dub it for you. <laughs> Cause I'll just get in the booth and I'll just go, Oi, 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 I'm scary spice governor. And she would just, she would just get to laughing. And when uh, she was like, shut up, you stupid queen. And I was, it was really nice. She's fun. very comfortable. Yeah. But, um, what is here's cool about a little, that? Oh, go ahead. 
She's beautiful. What's cool about that show, though? What's entertaining? Not about much. It? Just, just their personalities. Yeah, she, nothing. It's so, it's super phony, like all of those. But kinds there's no of real hook. Shows. Like she's not opening a bed and breakfast. Or no. But here's what is interesting. I heard from a source. And keep in mind, I work at the Style Network, right? Which is what her show, the network her show airs on, right? I can't ever reveal how I found this out. Okay. But apparently she's very open about she and her husband having an open marriage and them really enjoying bringing other people home. And sometimes I guess they do stuff on their own and maybe she's with men sometimes and sometimes not. And I guess as it was told to me, the basically the whole deal was contingent on never letting that come up during the reality show. Like Style Network really wanted her to be wholesome, family mom, scary yeah. spice performer, but we don't want we're not getting into any of that, which is the good stuff. Yeah. And my understanding was that she really wanted to kind of like Let talk it about it a out. little. Yeah. But so just imagine how scary that world could have been. Gosh, I wish. That's yeah. interesting. And so it made more sense when I found that out after dealing with her that day because she was so hypersexual. Yeah. But I, it's not like, oh, well, that's my act. I think she really just loves fucking and having people fuck her and putting her putting bits yeah. in me, things it, in your bits, and I t a nibble and oi. Like, was that whose finger? Is that whose? No, I did not discover in? her second finger. <laughs> no. Uh uh. I tell you what, I won't. Well, I can't <laughs> do anything after. Well, somebody said something about, oh, we were thinking this line could be, well, let me tell you what I want, what I really. And she goes, let me just stop you right there. I hate the idea. <laughs> she goes, I'm sick of that fucking song and I don't want to do any more jokes about it. Oi, 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 oi. <laughs> and I go, I, heard, I understood the first half where you don't like the idea. <laughs> and then she would just laugh. <laughs> I think she's fun. That's she was cool. a delight. Good. She so, should yeah. have to come back on there. She wants and then there to do some fashion other people. Oh, fantastic. We have an idea. You know, in fashion police, we want yes. to do this thing, defend your look. Yes. Where Joan walks someone through, through one their, of their worst outfits. Yes. She wants to do it. She Amazing. wants to get beat up. Well, and also they could do the one where they have like a few looks like here, you know, like defending yeah. your style. And so that would be um, but amazing. she's like, I really want Danielle to make fun of me more than she is today. And I go, well, we're just kind of promoting the show, but maybe when you can come back another time and Danielle will do a joke about you in a clip and you can s surprise us and be like, that's not nearly mean enough. Oi, oi, oi. You should have said, oi, oi, oi. And I go, because that's how you talk. And so we'll just put that in the prompter. And um, and she and she goes, well, that sounds really like a good idea, Tony. Or, 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 or whatever she said. And then Did she I, talk about the other Spice Girls? I didn't ask. Yeah. So Maybe once you get past that second sphincter, all that yeah. stuff will come out. We did have a joke about um, the Spice Girl reunion never happening, which she thought was, was really funny. Like so, the idea that it didn't happen at all. She, we do these things called clip closets where yeah, she yeah. pops out of the clip closet yeah. and says something. And she was like, I have to go, Danielle. It's time for another Spice Girl reunion. <laughs> it's never going to happen. And then she popped back oh, up. Or, or, or like that'll ever happen or something. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I love it. And she did it? Yeah. Good. So She's fun. Yeah, she, she was great. fun on Dancing with the Stars. Um. <sighs> So what's on your post-it? I interviewed Greg Luganus. Oh my goodness! On the phone. He oh, was nice. So it was over the phone. It was so over you couldn't the phone. Really. So yeah. Yeah, he's doing this uh, charity swim, this equality swim, and uh, I talked to him about that. And um, he turned fifty. Yes, 50. he did. And he didn't want to. He didn't want to. He well, he said he was. He said it felt landmark because he he thought he wouldn't wasn't going to see thirty. So he was happy to be there and. But he said he's oh, having. Oh, he's been positive that long. Yeah, and he's uh, yeah, because I think he wow. was positive in '88 when he hit his head on the board. Oh, because remember and okay, yeah. and uh, he said he's having some like a lot of people. He's having financial issues and stuff like that. But um, my favorite thing that he said is I asked him if he had any good luck charms when he was diving. Right, like a lucky speedo or maybe a flesh jack that was special. Sure. And a keyhole, a keyhole, keyhole flesh deck. you know, maybe pioneered those corkscrew. And he said that both of his coaches' wives in two different Olympics gave him a, a teddy bear. And he said that he used to talk to it 
because at that time, everybody had something to say to him. And so many people said things that were stupid and insensitive. And that what was he trying to get a tattoo? Yeah, he, he was he had this idea about a t- tattoo about windmills and something in Italian. And everyone was an Diet asshole Coke about it. And everyone was an asshole. So he shut <laughs> it down. But he would talk to them because that was the, a place where he could, you know, he didn't have to worry about them saying something stupid because everyone was always saying shit to him that was like insensitive or dumb. And I thought that was interesting. It is. I think that he never capitalized on his sex appeal. Mm hmm. And I wonder what the story there is. I wonder if it was his own fear of being out out or like, you know what I mean? Or like, maybe he just wasn't, yeah, you know, like he was never like shirtless on the cover of. Right. I mean, know. like he looked great in a fucking Speedo. Mm-hmm. So, well, I asked him, I said, you know. And then to have Mario Lopez play you in the movie? Come I on. I said, well, there are, I said, this may be a silly question, but there are a whole websites devoted to like Speedo fans. Um, what's sexier for you, a guy in Speedo or board shorts? And then he didn't say anything, and I said, and we're done. Like, I felt like he checked right out. And he goes, no, he goes, he goes. well, it depends on the guy. Board shorts can be sexier or Speedo. Like, it was like, he didn't give a really good answer. But I was trying to get him to go down that road a little bit. But he wasn't having it. Remember that was um, a very early yeah. fun memory of, of, of ours. And I wanted to tell Greg him that, Luganus. and I forgot yeah. it. I thought of it when I was writing the story up, and I was like, shit. Yeah. It doesn't um, sound like he would have been that into it. Though. I think he might have. He had a good sense of humor. He was a fan of So You Think You Can Dance and loved Robert, and he wants to be on Dancing with the Stars. But tell Here's the story. something about Joan Rivers. Oh, yes. She is really worried about Kat Dealey, and that makes me laugh so hard. About her health, that she's so She thin. just feels like she's gotten very thin lately. Yeah. And the idea that Kat Dealey would be on Joan Rivers' radar. Yeah. Just astounds me. Yeah. Why are you so upset? Oh, I'm just worried sick about Kat Dealey. She's really, Tony, she's getting so thin. The, she's too thin. I can't believe it. Look at her legs. It just, it's heartbreaking. It's really troubling. Does she's she watch the show? Like I guess. Yeah. And I mean, I know Joan spends, I mean, she's in London right now. She's yeah. there a lot. So maybe Kat is more well known in sure. England. Maybe she's done a talk show with her. I don't know. But it just cra- it fucking she's floored me that she's it. really upset. And, and that she won't say anything mean about Wow. Because she really likes Wow. Of all those Jersey Shore kids, she just really likes Wow. Yeah. She feels like she's a good kid. She's got a good heart. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, Joan River? Are you kidding me? You're defending? Well, she, You're going to come out for Wow? The shit that she says, the first episode airs tomorrow, uh, <laughs> and or maybe tonight when this goes up, but... Like the shit that she says on on, on that show, I watched a rough cut and I just howled laughter. She's hilarious. That first of all, her timing is funny. The jokes are funny, but you also still can't believe she's saying it. There's nothing that, that about she's Terry afraid Hatcher? to say. Yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing where she's like, "Ooh, I probably shouldn't say that." Like, no, no. she wants to do it. Yeah. So that's so, really good. I think. Yeah. Um. What was oh the Greg Luganus thing? You, yeah, you were gonna tell the story about oh just that we were playing Trivial Pursuit. This was right when we first became friends, and it's one of the only times I've ever even played Trivial Pursuit in my whole life. But you and I were a team, yes. and and we kept landing on sports, right? And we didn't know shit about and, sports, you know, like his science, and and ultimately for sports, no matter what the question was, we would lean in together and pretend we had a microphone in front of us and just say Greg, Greg Luganus. And we just thought that was so funny yeah, that this then team won the Super Bowl in 1972. We just did it for every. Of, yeah. It was like this chemical compound, did it, and we no matter what the question was, we would just go Greg Luganus. And so then years later, I don't even know that I don't know the years later part. Yeah, you sent me. I was on a ship, a card, and you sent me. I got an envelope, and I knew it was from you because it was in your handwriting. But all that was in it was. A Trivial Pursuit card, and the question was, who won Olympic gold medals in blah, 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 for diving? And the answer was Greg Luganus. And there was no note or anything. And it was just like, I wish I still had that card. I saved it for so long, but I have no idea. I think it might be in the garage in storage. But it was one of those, like, oh, my God, my best friend. Like, that was such a scene out of a movie. I remember that card. Oh, that's good. That might have to go in something. Yeah, Yeah, I might have to go in something. Um, um, so there's, you know, there's that story. Wait, I, I had another thing that Greg said. Oh, he's been with his partner for three years now. Okay. Met him on a dating site. Sure. AmericanSingles.com. And so it's, you know, going on a dating site kind of takes a little shots, but for anybody. Why? But if you're famous, 
Oh. You're like, oh, I'm looking through guys that, oh, he lives near me, and that guy, he's got a nice, oh, my God, that's Greg Lugan That's Greg Luganus. So he said it took him two hours to convince the guy that it was actually him. So I think it's interesting, <sighs> yeah. the idea of being a famous person and going online dating. I guess. But anyways, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, What else? Um, I I'm doing a television show on Saturday. What show is it? It is a new show for Logo. Fantastic. And it is called Pretty Hurts. Oh, shit. And you buried the fucking lead. And they're going to shoot me full of Botox. Oh, my gosh. And so what the deal is, there's this gay Beverly Hills plastic surgeon that right. does all the stars. Although I, I think he's an RN. I don't think he's an actual surgeon. Like, he doesn't do surgical procedures. He only does fillers and Botox, injectables and fillers and, like, laser stuff and so um i think his slogan has always been pretty hurts and he's been on tv shows a bunch of times he has a bunch of media wow. and so i guess it's this it's his logo show but it's about the patients like it's basically in a 30 minute episode there there's two different patients and i guess you get to know a little bit about them and then he They're gives before them the and after yeah, before and, and after stuff. And so they have enough, I guess, touching stories about, you know, gay guys that, I don't know, maybe have a scar or something they want to get lasered off or I don't know what the fuck, what, but so they reached out to me and were like, we really want to have somebody hilarious that can really kind of, you know, be lighter and make, kind of make fun of how silly this is. Right, right, and, right. Um, and, you know, would you be interested? And I've had, I mean, I've done Botox in my forehead a couple of times, mm. um, but always been very, you know, yeah. really light about it. And so they're very much like, look, you can get as little as you want because it's not even about that. It's more about you just being Riffing. funny. And basically, I'm only doing it because it's going to, it's a chance to be funny on television. Yeah. And God knows it's logo. It's going to fucking rerun a bazillion times. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully then it'll help get like a comedy special or yeah, something. Sure. But, um, so yeah, so we're wow. I guess I'm shooting that Saturday. So is it all happening one day, the before and the after and the whole thing? Um, no, I guess the after would have to be like a week later or something. Cause it takes like five days for the Botox yeah. to really hit. Um, and then are they going to have you like scrunch up and then none scrunch? Like, how I don't know? know. I don't really know. So it's a subtle, it's not that dramatic. They're yeah. They're very much like, look, it's not like about the big reveal. Cause it, know, there's like no the surgery. Swan. Yeah. It's not like that. Oh, that was the best. Um, I didn't appreciate that show enough when it was on. Oh God. It's I didn't so love it enough. Well, it was really sort of poorly done, but the idea of we're going to turn ugly women into ugly strippers and not let them have a mirror for like six weeks. Yeah. So anyway, and then they're like so yeah. looking at themselves. Wow. So I, by a week from now, I'm going to look, I'm going to be Marsha Cross. So just be ready for it. Wow. So yeah. That's interesting. Where do you, where's the office? Beverly Hills? Mm hmm And is any, is anyone hosting it or how is that? Not as far as I know. Wow. And it's already picked up. It's going. I doing... don't really know much. Wow. Cool. So anyway, but you yeah. you get the menu of what you want? I don't really know. I mean, yeah. I think that we have, he's going to like say, this is what I want to do to you. Yeah. And then I'll say, I'll agree to everything. And then off camera, I'll be like, fuck no, you're not really doing that shit. Yeah. And then he can lie and say he did whatever he wants. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. That'll be really interesting. So whatever. That'll be a good update. Between that and the flesh, Jack. I know. My God. Shit. This I'm going like to have a, a lot of, this is like who shot JR. Yeah. There's a, a lot of silicone in my life <laughs> in the next week. Now, between now and the next podcast. What's the dating situation? Well, I was supposed to fuck a retard Saturday. Again? And He's, uh, the, wor he's the least punctual. The plan was that I was going to go and uh, fuck him after, after my kickboxing class. Right. And so he was like, well, I'm in... Garden Grove, and which is like basically Disneyland. That's it's next to Anaheim. Right. So I'm like, okay, and he's and he's calling me from this un, unknown number, like one of those numbers that won't register. Because I broke my phone. I'm using my friend's <laughs> phone. I want to suck your dick. Um, yeah, I know you want to suck my dick. And um, and so I'm we, like, all right, here's we covered the that deal. four podcasts ago, asshole. Yeah. 
And, you gotta take um, it up a step. I want to finger your second sphincter, so, or we're not gonna have this conversation anymore. Look, I have a flesh jack coming, so you're <laughs> so, gonna have to up the ante to this whole suck my dick business. Okay, Chippendale. Um, and so, and he's so gorgeous. And so, I start driving down there, and I'm tech. I'm emailing him through Facebook. Okay, I'm in the car. I'm driving down. You need to call me so I know you're really home at the address that you've given me. And I'm on the freeway, and I'm like, Tony, you know who's the retard? Me, not him. Yeah, I'm the retard. The man I'm in the mirror. The retard. Yeah, the man in the mirror. The retard is the man in the mirror. Wanna suck your dick? <laughs> yeah. So um, and so it's I was right. I'm fucking. Try- so I drive down there, and the address is like one oh nine oh four, and so I fucking he's, find he's probably it. Probably dyslexic too. And, and I go not. there. Oh shit. And there's one oh nine oh two, and one oh nine oh eight. But there's no 10906 or 10904. Oh, and I'm like, really? Really? And so I half expect him to be like out on the curb with like a fucking retard helmet on. And the helmet, and the helmet says 10904. <laughs> like literally. Or like over his butthole, just 10904 with an arrow. And of course the four is backwards. Like something like, that's what I was expecting. But no. So And I'm like, you fucker. So I send this really long, angry Facebook email. You son of a bitch. I can't believe you did this. And you know what? I'm not going to fucking pursue it anymore. But just don't ever contact me again. And just so you know, this karma is on you. Because I just fucking drove an hour down here. Like, I'm getting all high and mighty that I was going to fuck him in good faith or something. Yeah. I don't know where I... And so I'm really upset. And then in an instant, I went, wait a minute. There's a Sonic in Anaheim. It's not a total loss. I went to fucking Sonic and all alone in my brand new car had such a fucking shame spiral. I had a grilled cheese on Texas toast with bacon in it. I had a Frito chili burrito wrap. I had a large size lime slush and a large uh, sugar-free cherry limeade. And one of their version of the blizzard. And then I fucking sat in the car. And of course, suddenly there's traffic on Saturday afternoon for two hours, farting with a stomach ache, came home. So ashamed of myself. I just crawled into bed and took a nap and then got up for my nap Saturday night and went to Popeye's and made crazy choices there. So I punished myself. Wow. Yeah. I punished myself. Wow. The retard. Uh, P.S. He called on Sunday and I was like, don't you ever call me again. And do you know what he said? I want to suck your dick. <laughs> and I fucking was like, that's it. I hung up on him. And then later Sunday afternoon, he deleted his Facebook profile. Yeah, he's gone. Gone. As if he never existed. This is like the night listener that Armistead well, Moppin book. Like it was apparently a it's like that movie Catfish. No, which I haven't seen yet. Which but, I haven't seen yeah, either, but apparently night, it's like people pretending to be one thing and then they yeah. meet them and they're crazy. So yeah. I, um, so yeah. So there you go. That's wow. the story of the retard. The retard Tony, is me. that whole Sonic thing. I went to crazy town in Sonic and then. What were you, how were you feeling? Were you feeling out, sad or. I was embarrassed up? that like, Tony, you knew, why did you, why would you jump through this many hoops for someone just because they're like attractive. Like why is this was someone I could never have a conversation with. I could certainly never have a relationship with. Yeah. Like what, what is that saying about you, man? Yeah. What was it about? You know, I'm a really good person and I have a lot to offer and, and whatever. But you did want the story. There were a lot of people invested in that story. Yeah. But I also just wanted the guy in the pic, that guy in the picture, to think I was hot. And that's really humiliating. That's embarrassing. You know what I mean? But like, you think you're over. St- Again, I'm reading The Velvet Rage right now. I'm like halfway oh, through. How far are you? And it's intense shit. But there's the, the ending is much more. Yeah. Okay. There's good stuff at the ending that. It, 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 oh, what sure am I trying to is. say? The ending yeah. is. There's stuff at the end that, that gives you. That's kind of inspiring in terms of like ways to think about certain things, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's not all totally, but anyways. Um, wow. That's the end of the the retard story. It's the end. He deleted his Facebook I profile. I want to suck your dick. Yeah. Go wow. on, delete. We'll always have Give Me a Baby. 
That's oh. intense shit. Though, I know, honey. right? Fuck. So maybe I need to be. Maybe I didn't cheat death only when I um, totaled the Jetta. Maybe he would have chopped me into bits, and yeah. you know, made a skin suit out of me or I something. Know. Maybe I would have been his own living flesh jack. Wow. So uh, you know, wow. You just don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, I keep seeing Ryan Gosling at the gym, and I feel like I want to go over and say, look, can you settle a bet for me? <laughs> I took a picture of you while you and I were doing ads, yeah. and a lot of people told me that that was fucked up, but I feel like you would be okay with it. You're like, you're totally cool with it, right? And then he punches me. That You think that might happen? I don't know. I think he would be fine with it. Yeah. I just think he wouldn't want me to talk to him. I met the guy that plays... Um... Scotty on um, what the fuck is it? Uh, Brothers know. and sisters. Luke McFarlane. So cute, yes. adorable. He's nice, and he works out without a gym, without gloves. Because mm-hmm. I I have started once a week with a trainer. That's exciting. It's part of the re- great reboot of 2010. Jesus, Dennis. I know. And uh, I started like last week since the last podcast. This guy that goes to my career coach named Jalen. Right. And it's right down here on um, Weddington, you know, by the... Nope. It's by Chandler. Like, it's right by Big Lots. Good. And um, Luke McFarlane goes there, and he is very sexy and friendly and uh, nice and works out with no gloves. Mm Mm-hmm. Just no gloves. I don't wear gloves. I like them for the weights. No, I don't wear gloves. You don't? I like the little calluses you get. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. But anyways, yeah, he was there. Um, what else? I don't know. You have a post-it. Let me see. Um, I've shot my post-it low. Well, I just want to say that Joan Rivers adores Tony, and it's sweet to watch. <laughs> I really... Um... She loves you. And we had a night... I didn't... I, we, I first kind of wor- met her on whatever day that was, Monday. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just great to see how she was with you, and... We were we were coming down from this one part, and I kind of walked with her, and she talked about you and things you'd said about us being roommates. And oh, she did. She's very sweet, and said that you guys have been good roommates for a long time. And I said yes, and I was like, it's so great to know that you have that person that's your emergency number on your thing. And um, yeah, she was sweet. And then I told her that I knew Billy Eichner, who she's yeah, you know, friendly with. She was nice, but it was great to see her work with you and how much she clearly respected you and that's like, so nice she yes. um is surprisingly sentimental isn't she yeah it's it is sort of surprising yeah when we went over there to do the pitch thing she told that amazing story about um do you think we could tell it i don't know what story uh about having dinner with uh, nancy reagan of course well oh and she said she wrote about it in her book so it's not a big deal but <clears throat> before the taping the everyone went to Melissa's house and pitched out jokes to go with the pictures that were in the show. So, and there's a nice spread there of, of stuff. And she was telling a story about having dinner the night before, right. With Nancy Reagan, who yeah. is like 99. Yeah. 99. And walked with a cane, but was sharp as a tack. Yeah. And, uh, Joan loves a dirty joke. Loves a dirty joke. Doesn't like a certain, uh, uh, caribou Barbie. <laughs> yeah. I got the feeling. Oh, and I'm obsessed with Megan McCain, too. Have you watched any of the coverage of her book and stuff? Well, she really, you expect her to be smarter. She just says these really dumb things, and you're like, damn it. Well, I saw the Rachel Maddow interview, and I thought she came off pretty well on there. And she was talking about gay rights and gay marriage, and mm-hmm. you know, and she just says it's a civil rights issue. And she goes, you know what? I've had some times where I wasn't in a great place, and my gay friends were really there for me. And I wanted go to their weddings just like I want them to come to mine or whatever. And it's so weird when a straight person says and my gay friends like I that I feel it in my heart. Like oh, it's that's still nice. yeah. it's still nice to hear somebody that's not us say we're okay. Yeah. I still am moved by that. I should be, I guess. But it's still kinda like anyway, um what does she want? A glad award? But um but Joan told this story about when Edgar committed suicide. You heard yes. this part. Yeah. And because they're Jewish, there's um, a rule that it, he has to be buried. The body has to be buried right away. Yeah, 24 and, hours. Yeah. So wherever it happened at, there was some red tape with 
getting the body out of there because of how it happened. Right. And they, maybe they want to do an autopsy. I think he and, was in a hotel in Chicago. Yeah. And she needed to get him to California to get yeah. buried. Yeah. And she couldn't make it happen. And there was all this, you know, bureaucracy and it wasn't happening. And she had met Nancy Reagan once before, like on The Tonight Show. And they clicked or whatever, but she'd only met Brief. her once. Yeah. Yeah. And called her 1130 L.A. time. So yeah, at 2 in the, morning, in the morning, called the White House and said, it's Joan Rivers. I need to speak to Mrs. Reagan. And yeah. Nancy Reagan got on the phone. And Joan was crying and telling her, the, explaining the situation. And Nancy Reagan said, I'll see what I can do. Which is the part of it that Joan seemed the most impressed with was that when with Joan, this incredible outpouring of emotion of this newly widowed woman, yeah. and, you know, that Nancy, of course, took the call, which who would expect that she would. Right. And then was so composed that just said, I'll see what I can do. Like, that's such an interesting phrase because it doesn't that indicate she didn't promise anything. Hope. Yeah. And yet it was Joan was like, and I knew everything would be OK. Yeah. Like, that's interesting that I think she appreciated that she didn't promise something. Yeah. But that she was going to try. And I guess the next day the body was where it needed to be. Yes. Which is such an amazing story. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That really, you know, Joan's amazing. She, I mean, has, she, while she's getting her makeup done and when we're going over the script and stuff, we, it's sort of like, yeah, she, we were talking about Vegas um, and her stories about, I mean, and so many entertainers say it was better when the mob was running it. And she goes, I know it sounds crazy, but it was honest then. You know, corporations have no honor. Yeah. But she goes, the mob was all about honor. And I right. know they were criminals, but everything was about saving face and being dignified. And yes, they were chopping off people's heads in the desert, but there was a dignity and an appearance of being well mannered, right? There was certain. There was such a thing as bad with form. Respect. Yes. There, there. You could do something, and, and that's bad form. And, you just didn't do that. You know, she said that um, she got a call once. She had opened for whoever it was, like John Davidson or someone was headlining. I, I know him. she has these amazing. And she got a call from this mobster that said, "Who was it that was sick? God damn it! I can't remember who the singer was. Was sick." Is there any way we could, you know, you can come and do a show tonight? And again, she was a regular at a competing hotel. Right. But, you know, she says that during one of her, con they called her once and they were like, I know you've got a show. You're only doing early show and someone else is doing the late show. And whoever it was that was headlining their late show across the street was sick. So can you come, can you come across the street and do the late show here? And she did it in her costume, just literally walked across the street wow. in her own high heels, just grabbed a person, walked across the street and then did the late show at a competing hotel. But it was like it was sort of like this odd summer camp feel where, look, we got to have someone do a show tonight. Yeah. And, you know, anyway, but um, so this mobster called and said, can you do a show tonight? And she says, Melissa was out in the backyard. She was very small. She's climbing, a, climbing a tree in the backyard. And she said, yeah, I'll be there. And they said, okay, we'll send the plane. And she went out and said, Melissa, I need you to come down, honey. We're going to go to Las Vegas. And she and Melissa packed a bag, went to Las Vegas, went out to the airport. There was a private jet waiting. They flew on a private jet to Vegas. They got her there. And when she got off, someone was waiting for her and said, we're really sorry to have wasted your time. But the singer who was the opening act at the time said... I don't want to open for Joan Rivers. I'm a bigger star than she is. So I don't want to open for someone who I'm bigger than. And so they, the mobster said, I'm really sorry. We've wasted your time, but she won't, you know, is not okay with this. And Joan said, well, I'm here. Whatever you can work out, I'll open and she can headline or, you know, I'm here. I'm happy to stick around. And they said, well, why don't you go, you go shop 
and have go get something to eat and we'll call you. And this is before cell phones and stuff. So mm-hmm. we'll and ultimately, as I remember it, they couldn't get the singer to they had to get some bring somebody else in to sing. And so Joan didn't even perform and she flew home the next day. And when she got home, flew home in the private jet again, when she got home, there was this incredible necklace, which she says is one of the most beautiful pieces of jewelry she's ever owned. And with an apology note, we're so sorry that we wasted your time. Wow. And she was like, I've never been treated that well (laughs) by any any company that I've worked for than this mobster who felt they'd wasted my time. Wow. You know? So it was I Diane Carroll, by the way, was the singer. Really? I guess I don't think that's a secret. That's Diane Carroll just was like, I'm bigger than I'm too cool. Joan. I don't want to yeah. open, you know, and I, and it wasn't a malicious personal thing about Joan, but yeah. I thought it was funny that it was Diane Carroll. Like, I know. All right. Jesus. So, yeah. So there's that. So she's got amazing, amazing. Stuff. Yeah, what has you talked to you more about opening for her somewhere? Um, I talked to her manager after the taping on Monday and he was like, yeah, we'll make it happen. He, you know, he was like, yeah. Because Julie Brown emailed me and is such a fan of Jones. And I said, well, if Tony opens for her, we'll all go and see it. Yeah. And she said she would love that. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you have um, anything on your poster or should we wrap I think it up? We, I think that's it. It's been an it. hour. It's been an hour. So let's wrap it up. All right, um, everyone. Thank it. you so much for listening. You know, we love you for listening. <clears throat> uh, I want you to check out our sponsors, Dr. Kiss, the world's greatest lip balm. Oh, my God. It really is amazing. And you can get that at VanityMark.com. And our newest sponsor is our friend Alonzo Duraldi, and he has a new book out called Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas. going to be great. I'm and it's all it. about Christmas movies. So yeah. it's a the perfect stocking stubber. Find it on Amazon.com. And it's available now. It's available now. Always you can reach me at uh, Facebook or on TonyTripoli.com. <clears throat> you can always find Dennis on Facebook or at DennisHensley.com. And you can sign up for my monthly newsletter on DennisHensley.com. And you should do that. You should do that. All right, you guys. We love you for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.